Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Pick Elvis Treasury from Art Scroll Season 2 of the PAL 5-2. Hey, bet. Let's talk about 10 generations. Asara Doros me Adam ve Ad Noach. There were 10 generations from Adam to Noach. Wahotia Kama Erech Apayim Lefanov. To show the degree of his patience, for all those generations angered him increasingly until he brought upon them the waters of the flood. We're going to talk about 10 generations tomorrow also, but let's talk about today's 10 generations from Adam to Noah. The 10 generations were Adam, Shes, and Enosh, and Canaan, Mahalalel, Yered, Chanoch, Mesushalach, Lamech, and Noach. And these were from Meiri. And <clears throat> these are the ten generations. Many details of human history do not appear in the Bible. Even the lives of the spiritual giants are not portrayed in full. For example, the years of Moshe's life, when he initially left Egypt until he came to Yisrael, receives not a word in the scriptures. This is because the Torah is not a history book and instructs man on how to live. If the Torah lifts the names and life scenes of the Chen generations were out of Tanakh, it could only be that there's a lesson to be learned, and this is what the Mishnah teaches from Teferis Yisrael. Maharal, however, explains the Mishnah does not seek to explain the Torah's reason for reporting these gener- generations, but rather to explain their existence. Why did God find it necessary to bring generation, gen generations into the world before the flood? To show the degree of his patience, in spite of the wickedness of these ten generations, God did not destroy them immediately in order to allow them the opportunity to repent. From Rashi and Meiri. Further, his patience is not a result of forgetting or overlooking man's sins. God forbid. Rather, he often awaits the birth of a descendant who will be more righteous than his ancestors. If God, for example, had killed Terach for his sins, Abraham may never have been born. His trail blazing role in introducing the knowledge of God to the world could not have existed had God not been patient and delayed retribution. God, who knows the future, exercises patience with the wicked so that their righteous descendants may be born. We mentioned about Moses' life details are missing, quote-unquote, just the Torah doesn't talk about it. The fascinating details of Moshe's life are reported in Yaakov, Shimoni, and Shemos. When Moshe fled from Egypt, he came to the camp of King Kokonus of the land of Cush. He was 18 years old at the time and was as tall as a cedar, as radiant as the noontime sun, and as strong as a lion. He became the king's advisor. Nine years later, the king fell sick and died. After he was buried, the people seated Moshe on a platform and cried, Long live the king! Then using a clever strategy divided by Moshe, they fought against the city of their enemies and captured it. On that day, a thousand of the population of the city died, and Bilam the sorcerer and two of his sons fled to Egypt. Moshe was seated on the throne, a crown placed on his, a crown placed on his head, and the Cushite queen was given to him as a wife. But Moshe feared the God of his fathers did not approach her, neither did he stray from the path which Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov had trod. Forty years later, the queen said to the ministers, For forty years now, this person has been ruling over Cush and has not come near me. Neither has he worshipped the gods of the Cushites. It is better for you to serve the son of your master than to serve a stranger. They then crowned Muncham, son of Kokonus king, and Moshe, they gave cause to gifts and sent him off with great honor. Moshe was 67 when he left Cush. From there, he went to Midian, for he was afraid to return to Egypt because Paro might avenge the Egyptian who Moshe had killed many years earlier. Fascinating details that we don't always get to see, but sometimes 
We see it elsewhere. For all those generations angered him increasingly until he brought upon them the waters of the flood. God waited patiently for them to repent. His patience, however, does not last forever. As the Talmud teaches, anyone who claims that God waives the punishment of sin will have to waive his life. God forbid from Baba Kama. If man does not repent, the natural consequence is that he must be punished. So after all these generations, God brought the flood upon the world from Machsur Vitri. Rav Yonah sees the Mishnah as a source of comfort to us in our long exile. Even though God extended his patience for ten generations, he eventually exacted retribution and brought the flood. Let no one wonder why God allows our enemies to oppress us and keep us in exile for so many long years. Just as his patience eventually gave way to the flood, so his seemingly endless patience with our oppressors will end and God will repay them for their terrible deeds. God is forbearing even with the enemies of himself and his people, but in the end he will redeem us and punish them for their iniquities. Excuse me. God willing, he should redeem us very soon, and the Mashiach should come, and the rebuilding of the third temple speedily in our days. Join us next time as we talk about another ten generations, from Noach to Avram here on the PAL with Tani G, and I'm your host, Tani G.